Hello, you guys. Happy Monday. I am so glad to be with you guys today. Um, Kayla and I are so excited to be with you. Um, and, you know, we were just talking before this and we decided to name this episode the aftermath, right? Life after treatment. And you guys might hear um, Coco Melon and Lincoln's tablet in the background, but um for the most part, when we get clean and when we get clean and sober, sometimes we look to see like now what, uh, what's next. And, you know, in addiction for me, guys, I was so tied up in the moment in getting and chasing dope. And I really didn't look to the future. The future kind of scared me. So when I got out of treatment, I was wondering at how my life was going to look and what it was going to look like after being a drug addict, after being addicted and, you know, destroying those relationships. I had to do a lot of amends and heal through a lot of things. Mm. So I was afraid of what life would be like. And you know, that saying, once an addict, always an addict. Mm. I used to have that philosophy that, you know, that was true. And that, you know, When you believe that, you know, I stayed in the rooms of AA, that's where my foundation was created. And that's what I heard. That's what I believed. And I'm here to tell you guys, no one's recovery journey will look the same. And it's different. It's unique. And I think our differences is what is so powerful because it brings us together. Yes, yes. And, you know, guys, I went through, I tried it all. I went through a lot of uh, different remedies to get clean. Um, I probably relapsed nine to 10 times. And each time I learned something different. And each path I took, I tried something different. So, you know, I had been to treatment. I tried jail. I tried detoxing. I tried medically detoxing therapy, the 12 steps. Uh, rehab, residential. I tried all these different things, IOP. And what I have come to find is that there is no set way to live long-term recovery except the way that works for you. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, you guys, we are not bad humans. Addicts and alcoholics are not bad humans. We just lived bad intentional life. We had bad intentions and the world is going to judge us no matter what, if we are using or if we're not using. Amen. Yeah. And like, you know, we cannot control the way others believe and we cannot control the way others perceive us or how other people were raised or what their beliefs are. We, the only thing we can control is our path in the direction we want our life to go. And what does our creator say? What does our, the universe say about you, your higher power? What does he say? And to me, and I know to Kayla, our creator says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made Mm, in his image and his eyes. We are, we're perfect. Uh, We can sin time and time again. We can relapse. We can overdose. We can go back out, but he is still going to welcome us into his arms. And you know, my experience, God speaks through experiences And what you do with your experience after treatment is what I want you to think about and shed light on because we want to normalize the fact that just because you have been in a dark place doesn't mean that you can't experience light. Mm. The way people think about your addiction or what they think about 
the way you live your life is a them thing and you have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and remember the broken can be restored that there is hope in being hopeless you can find hope regardless of your past and at the same time it's like a paradox because Mm. we experience that darkness but now we are experiencing the light and if we are in a season of being recovered and healing through this we have to remember to give ourselves grace and give those people grace um even if they don't understand why we're living our lives the way we do people will think what they want and when i let go of that i have peace yes when and it's not ever going to be easy and it's not ever going to happen overnight right and each time i came back into the rooms of recovery and came back into god's will and tried to get clean I learned something different every time Mm, and it's that you give grace where it's needed and not everyone will understand your decisions, your family members, the people close to you, your husband, your wife, Mm. they may not understand, Mm. but if it's in your heart, that's the most important thing because that's, what's going to carry you through. You are the one who endured that pain. You are the one who went through those storms and had to go to jail or treatment or was addicted. Um, even if you weren't on drugs or maybe you're just a listener that wants to hear more about addicts, I'm here to tell you that whatever you've overcome, if it's mental health, if it's, um, you know, a loss, someone you have had to grieve over, if Mm. if you've experienced Mm. pain, Mm. for someone to judge you on that aspect is their insecurities. It's their fear shining through. And Fear, we're fear driven, guys. We all experience fear. The Bible says to fear not. And that means that you will fear. But when you fear, you have to replace it with with some faith and realize that, yes, I'm feeling this experience and that fear hurts and it's painful. But we cannot be afraid to shed light on what is important to us. Amen. And the experiences we've gone through because people want to know what you why you feel the way you do. Have you told your family the things you've went through? Um, Have you made those amends? Have you shed light on your darkness? Because maybe people will understand you a little bit more if you open up and share why you feel the way you do about your recovery. Um, And maybe they might not see you as that addict, quote unquote. We all can change our circumstances we all can change our perception. We can relearn. We can switch the switch our mindset and flip the script on the way we view ourselves and our families. Um, that's why Kayla did such a good episode on boundaries and how it's so important to set those boundaries mm. because your life is meant to live freely and abundantly. Amen. And setting boundaries creates that. Yes. You cannot give yourself all of yourself to a certain feeling or an emotion because somebody, somebody doesn't understand your past. That is you so want to let, you want to let go and you want to know that just because someone says once an addict, always an addict, you can recreate that by living out your truth, by living out the things that you, that are important to you, that fulfill you. What is that? Is it going on a walk? Is it being in nature? Is it being in your prayer life, opening your Bible, being with your children, going on a vacation? Does that fulfill you? Because you know what? 
when I was in addiction, when I went on vacation, I wasn't in vacation. I wasn't Mm -hmm. present in that moment. So if you're doing these actions and those things fulfill you, you're not an addict in that moment. You are a child of God. Oh, yes. You are forgiven and you are full of hope now. You're no longer hopeless or broken. We work through the the limited beliefs and the small mindset around those things in the beginning, guys. Fresh out of treatment, it's rough. We have to learn, relearn how to live our lives. And it's rough in the beginning, but the more you persevere and the more that you look to the future and the hope, that is where you're going to be fulfilled. So that's my message. Oh, that was so good, Liv. Oh my gosh, I've got cold chills. So many times when you were just speaking on things, it's so crazy how we relate so much on a personal level. Like you hit some nails on the head, Olivia. And I just felt like you were talking about my life. It's so wild that God has put us and paired us together to do this because he knows we have such a strong impact from our past Mm -hmm. to go out here and share that. Like Liv said, you don't have to be an addict. You don't have to be an addict. I, I loved everything you said and just bouncing off. We lost you, you for a second, Kayla, but that's okay. You hear you're me? back. We're good. Yes, I can now. Yes, All right, we guys. lost you for a couple minutes, but you're back. Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. Um, But I just want to say, you know, life after treatment, it is what you make it. Your life is what you make it. Like this um, description is about, you know, always an addict, once an always, once an addict, always an addict. That doesn't have to be you. You pick up who you are. You are a child of God. You go Amen. out there and show the world that you don't have to live in that bondage. You don't always have Amen. to be called an addict. God calls you his child. He forgives you no matter what yes. you have done. So I wanted to talk a little bit little bit about um, knowing your worth. When you come out Mm. of addiction, like we've talked about in previous episodes, you've got to figure out who you are again. You've got to figure out your circle. You've got to watch those people, places, and things. You've got to be mindful of who you are around, what you're doing, the atmosphere. And, you know, one thing that I always, you know, stayed stuck in was that pity. Oh, poor me. I'm going to live like this forever. I'm always going to be an addict. I'm a statistic. They're, they're going to label me that as, as that forever. I'm always going to be that person. And when you think that, when you speak that over your life, that's what you're going to become. That's what you're going to believe. We believe ourselves, guys. So what, what I'm saying here is, you know, speak life over yourself, speak Mm -hmm. life over yourself. Speak to yourself as if you know you are a child of God and you are so worthy. Speak to yourself and tell yourself you are not stuck in that addiction. You are not stuck, period. You have the skill set, the ability, the mindset. You have the capability to switch that mindset and go after what you want to create. You do not have to live like that forever. You do not have to be labeled as something that um, society labels you as. And then uh, the judging. I want to talk about that for a second because, you know, in my life, my life, uh, just over the past 10 years, even in high school, you know, 
everybody's going to judge. Like Liv said, there are going to be people that judge mm-hmm. regardless, man. And it's sad. Yes. And all you can do is pray for them because like in currently in my life, I have came so far in, in almost nine months, which is almost a whole year. I, like I, like I say all the time, if you knew me a year ago, you do not know me now. And I know that I speak to someone and someone hears this, that thinks they know me, but they don't because I know people yes. are out there judging me, but that's not my responsibility to Absolutely. worry about what they say. The Absolutely. old would say, Oh, you got something to say about me? Come find me. Let, 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 let's go yeah. dance. Let's talk about it. You got something to say? Let's get it. You know, but yeah. that's not me anymore. They can think what they want because I know in my heart who I am. I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm capable of. And I know what yes, I want ma'am. my life to look like. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. So any of those naysayers, those haters, those people that are always going to put you down, if they're jealous or whatever the, the situation may be, just give them grace. Like Liv said, they, you don't know their side. And you know what? They sure as heck don't know your side if they're judging. So just get, let them go and give them grace. Um, watch those people, places, and things. Stop being scared of the unknown. Because if you stay in the unknown and not get out there and experience what life beautifully has to offer as a sober human, you're crazy. Because I'm telling you, if you're sitting there right now thinking, oh my God, I'm getting high, but if I stop, I'll have no life. I'll have no fun. What am I going to I've got coach hills right now because I was in that same spot in your same shoes. I sat there and I was like, I cannot even get out of bed. How am I going to live my life? I cannot get out of this depression. I can't break this funk because I'm sober and I don't know what to do. That's when you rise up, you get in your Bible. If you fear one day of your life throughout a year, there is a Bible verse in that Bible that tells you 360 five times to not fear go read it i'm telling you 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 can say all these things you can you can say you're going to do all these things but until you put that intention into it and do it your life is not going to change it is going to be the same Mm -hmm. i've had to go through trial and error i've had to learn this you know when i first got sober Olivia knows Olivia and I connect so well on this level because she is the one who I reached out to, to get help, to, to help me get sober. We have such a similar story. She reached out or um, she stood out to me and that is so powerful in itself because she didn't do that. I didn't do that. God did that. Amen. That there was a purpose behind mine, my voice and her voice. And here we are from fentanyl to freedom telling you guys, you do not always quote unquote have to be an addict you don't always have to live that lifestyle you can you can renew your mind renew your spirit be saved again it doesn't matter me and olivia have done things that you couldn't even imagine of doing you know we, we, we've done the dirtiest of the dirtiest and the worst of the worst but guess what our god is so powerful amen he forgives us he still gives us grace guys he mm. is a un, he is a forgiving loving un conditional God, he will restore you and bring you back to that person that you were before you even knew what a drug was. He Mm -hmm. will restore your mind, your emotions. That's another thing. Your emotions are so big. Your emotions power what you're going to do. Your emotions give you that reaction of how you're going to act that day. You've got to sit down as soon as you wake up, write down who you are and know it. You, like I said, you've got to speak to yourself. Like, 
like a queen or a king that you are. You are God's child. You've got to speak yes. to yourself like that. You cannot sit in a pity party and say, poor me. Amen. I've done effed up my life. No, you didn't pick your life back up and let's put it together. If you yes. Help reach out. There's so many resources. What kills me is when people, um, you know, say, um, I want help, no, but no, no, nobody's no, no. going to help me. No, baby, you've got to help yourself. You've got to want it. Like Liv said, she's been to IOP. She's been to treatment. She's been to jail. But until she wanted something different, until she saw yes. her son's bright blue eyes and said, uh-uh, this is not your mama, just like I did with my baby. Coachell's all over my body right now because we are moms and we are powerful and we are going to raise our babies abundantly. God's going to give us an abundant life because we chose to Amen. be different with our life. Do you hear me? My my, my family paid thousands, $15,000 for yes. me to go to treatment. Guess what? I still went and did some fentanyl. Okay, yep. that didn't help me. I, yep. It did for a little bit, but until I was ready, guys, until mm -hmm. I was ready and laid my life down at his feet. It, yes. It, it, it doesn't stop until you lay your life down at his feet and know who you are in Christ. Yes. Because until then, nothing's going to get fixed. He is the ultimate fixer. He's the ultimate doctor. Y'all, he can heal cancer. He can Amen. Heal anybody. He can bring dry bones alive. Amen. You know, our God that did that, that created this universe, can literally transform you from the inside out. I don't care what you're going through. Like we say, it does not have to be addiction. Like, like Liv said, it could be a, you could be grieving over a loss. You could be um, going through a heartbreaking breakup. You could be going through, um, you know, problems in your marriage or just feeling like you're a crappy mom because you know what that happens. We're moms and we get in those um, places where, yes. where we're not doing everything right. But guess what? We're doing the best we can. And God knows that. God sees that. God knows our heart. And yes. that's all we can do. So, um, yes, ma'am. I, I feel his presence. And that's the, that's the beauty in this. Like, we don't come on here just to... Yeah, we do give you advice, but we come on here and we pray before we come on here. We come on yes. here believing that God is going to speak through us and touch somebody else and, and help somebody else. That is what we are here for. We have a purpose on this planet and God has given it to us with a shiny shiny rock on it and said here you've got this in the palm of your hands go create it you all go create yes. the life you deserve you don't deserve to sit there and bondage addiction um whatever judgment whatever your family um people say about you you don't deserve to sit there and listen to that and and, and put that in your mind if that's what you deal with block them out of your life put light into your life into into your mind know who you are amen and, and just Wake up every morning with a heart of gratitude. Thank him as soon as you wake up that you woke up sober today. It's your choice to go out Amen. and use. You can sit there in gratitude and know that God's given you this life that you can go out there and have fun sober. Me and Olivia have fun sober. We, we I, I Yes. Can, you know what, Liv? Our next episode, let's go on there and tell them what, what things you can do in a sober yeah. life without feeling stuck. So, Amen. That's a great one. Down. And um, I'll end it here at this. You all, um, I, I'm just going to say a quick prayer for you all real quick. Heavenly Father, yes. whoever listens to this, I pray that it touched somebody. I pray that our words spoke through us into another broken person. We were so broken, lost, and just needing you, Lord. And we looked up to you. We we found you. We laid our life down mm. to you again. God, I just Amen. ask that anybody who hears this, yes. that this touches their heart, touches their soul, takes this advice and leads it to somebody else. Amen. I pray that 
whatever you're doing in our life to, to, um, to help somebody else. I pray that it does it abundantly. I pray that these people that hear this have a fruitful life, an abundant life, a life that they deserve because nobody deserves to be stuck, God. And you know that, and you know who they are, Lord. I ask that you put your right hand. Yes. Amen. Amen. In Jesus name, Kayla, we lost you again. Thank you all for being on and have a great Monday. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Amen. Jesus name. We love you. Goodbye guys.